Hello, and welcome to The News Cycle. I'm your host, Iris Harshaw. It's Monday, January 20th. Our topic today, youth and the environment. How do Davis kids, young and old, feel about environmental issues, and how do those feelings affect their lives? And later, a look into this weekend's annual Women's March in Sacramento. It's a rainy day, and as school ends at Patwin Elementary, kids head towards their parents, who are waiting with umbrellas positioned over their heads. First grader Mariam Smith holds a little umbrella of her own, a colorful Moana princess umbrella to be exact. Smith discusses her love for the outdoors. I like playing with kids, and also I just love seeing all nature and colors. Smith says she even enjoys these cold, rainy days. Even when it's shiny and rainy, I get um, there's like rainbows, and I really love those. Evidently, Smith loves nature and the outdoors. But as a first grader who has never been in a science class, Smith is unfamiliar with what the environment is. Have your teachers ever talked to you about the environment? I don't think so. Do you know what that word means? No. Smith's dad, who's there to pick her up from school, uses examples to describe to his daughter what the environment is. It's your surroundings, he explains. Or you could be at a beach environment. Do you like the beach environment? Yeah. Yeah, the beach environment is especially nice, isn't it? After more discussion, Smith adds that she believes recycling is good for the environment. I know that plastic is not healthy. Her dad hopes that Smith will continue to learn environmental fundamentals in school. I would hope that my kids learn science and environmental basics at schools, like fundamentals that are sound and correct. Other Patwin students are already learning a substantial amount about the environment, such as third grader Peter Holt. We've learned about like um, global warming and animals like adaptions to survive. Related to global warming, he adds that pollution and plastic in the oceans are problems. Holt says his parents also teach him about the environment, and he even watches the news with them. But Holt wants to learn more and help the environment more. I've always loved sea life, so I really want to protect that. For BlueDevilHub.com, this is Dahlia Krause. In response to recent environmental catastrophes such as Australia's bushfires and just a more general trend for young people to environmental conservation, many DHS students have changed their consumer habits and lifestyle. Jaspreet Bath has the story, which is co-produced by George Simmons. At Davis High, many students are part of Environmental Club, which meets weekly to discuss environmental topics, sustainable living, and organize events to take care of the DHS gardens. Junior Emmy Dunning is the club's vice president, and she has changed her life in many ways to live sustainably and protect the environment. I try to buy as many clothes as I can secondhand so that I'm not really contributing to the waste of buying clothes from like fast fashion stores. And then um, I'm vegan, so I don't really support like the waste and the environmental issues with um, the dairy and meat industry. In addition, Emmy believes that there are many simple changes that other DHS students could adhere to in their part of environmental conservation. Driving your car less is always good. I know that's not really an option if it's like raining or if you live far away, but like riding your bike um, and just like 
watching where you buy stuff from and like their environmental practices. DHS environmental science teacher Eric Baston has noticed recent changes in societal attitudes towards conservation and he has seen those changes reflected in the behavior of his students. I think people are more aware now. They're more into trying to quote do the right thing be it recycling or watching their emission carbon footprint and all that. So yeah, I think there's been a change in attitudes, kind of mimics what's going on in society. Bastin also believes in encouraging students to be environmentally conscious and understand the long-term benefits. A lot of the students take the class and they're already pretty, you know, set in their ways. I, I think it probably does make a difference to some of the students that take it and just weren't very aware. By taking the class, it makes it more aware of what's going on and how their actions can, you know, impact the earth. So Over the past years, Senior Lily Byron has been inspired by others to help the environment. It was brought on by my mom because she's really passionate about the environment and we watched a lot of videos and um, saw so many like pictures of all the plastic in the ocean and so we went on a trip to see um, whales last summer and then we learned about how like they're in a lot of um, danger and like we hear so many stories about like plastic in the ocean and stuff so I feel like just doing little things like trying not to use any plastic um, is really important. Byron tries to bike or carpool whenever possible, but she is most passionate about reducing plastic waste. The biggest thing and the thing that I'm most passionate about is not using any plastic. So I always use reusable containers for lunch. And whenever I go um, to out to dinner, out to lunch, and I have leftovers, I make sure to get a paper to go container. For BlueDevilHub.com, this is Jespreet Bath. The fourth annual Women's March in Sacramento took place this Saturday, where people of all races and genders joined together to march on our state's capital. When I say women, you say rise! Women! Rise! The march began in Southside Park, where, before anybody started walking, multiple speakers and performers stepped up to a stage. The Blue Rose Dance Troupe performed to a compilation of songs about female empowerment. Though the event was focused on feminist activism, multiple speakers also talked about environmental issues. Once the march started, many groups broke into chants. One man staged a counter-protest, holding a sign that read, Jesus or Hell. His presence evoked a negative reaction from the crowd. However, the booing quickly turned into a chant with quite a different tone. DHS junior Vanessa Moe, who attended the march, commented on how the march seems different this year. A lot of what I'm seeing is like um, people really caring about trans women and people and like women of color, which have been like 
I feel like Women's March has them kind of known to like not represent these topics, but like I feel like as we're doing more, like they are being represented more, which is like really important to me. Mo also noticed a difference in crowd size this year compared to years past. I feel like in other marches, like from previous years, like there were a lot more people, but like it feels like it got smaller this year, but it should be getting bigger. Mo attended the march with fellow DHS junior Emma Carney. A veteran of the Women's March, Carney explains why the event is important to her. Um, I think it's still as important as it was in 2017 to show our support for women's rights, for immigrants' rights, trans rights, LGBTQ, people of color, um, and to show the public and the government that we're not going anywhere and that our voices should be heard. The news cycle is produced by the Blue Devil Hub in collaboration with the Davis Enterprise. Iris Harshaw is the producer. Dahlia Krauss is the assistant producer. And Daniel Ruiz Jimenez is the studio recording engineer. Thank you for listening. See you next week, Davis.